Hey, 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 welcome to episode number 39 of I Mean, Can We Discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. I know this is a surprise episode because I said last week that I wasn't going to push out a new episode, but you know, I wanted to make sure I left you guys with something because I had, well, in this interview, I happened to talk with Shannon, who doesn't have anyone for this holiday season to celebrate with. And I wanted to make sure that I said to you guys to have a wonderful holiday. And if you don't have someone, I hope you take this holiday to be nice to yourself, to do some self-care, reach out to a friend or someone so you don't feel alone. Or maybe being alone is just a time that you need, you know, maybe you've been really stressed and that's fine. Whatever is best for you, however you feel at this moment, don't fight it, just go with it. Do something, if you can go to the movies or whatever the case is so that you can feel your best even during these hard times if you're like Shannon who has lost all of her family or or really close family that she would normally um, celebrate with. So I wanted to make sure that I hopped on here and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Hopefully it's full of laughs. Hopefully you get to stuff your face and hopefully you remove any boundaries from feeling any sort of way that you think you should be feeling this holiday season. And now on with the interview, I wanted to tell you about Shannon Firstner, who was actually suggested to me by uh, Terrence Elmer, who was actually on the podcast before. He is the author of Love Letters, and you guys can scroll back and see that. He was one of the first guys on the podcast. Um, so make sure you go back to um, listen to him. And he actually has a new book coming out as well. But Shannon Firstner is an author, a writer, and a podcast host of Five Minute Convo. So make sure you show her some love and go and and listen to her little rants. Um, and it's only, you know, five minutes. What's five minutes of your day, right? She loves reading, writing, content creating, and of course, karaoke. So I hope that you guys really enjoy this episode. And again, have a wonderful holiday. You're listening to, I mean, can we discuss? And I am your host, Astrid Ferguson. We will be discussing different issues that can be debated, articulated, chopped up any kind of way. There's no real set way to this. It could be culturally, it could be socially, it could just be how we're feeling today. So you're here for the randomness and I hope you're here to stay. So remember to subscribe, share, and tell me what you think. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So 
tell us about you and where people can find you. Okay. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Um, well, my name is Shannon Fersner, and a little bit about me. I am an author, a writer, a podcast host. Um, what else? I have a YouTube channel. Um, and I am the karaoke queen. I absolutely love karaoke. Oh. And, yes, I do. <laughs> and I can be found, my Instagram is my name, Shannon Fersner. Um, I have a YouTube channel, which is called 15 Minutes of Fame. Let's see. My Twitter is Shamrock62780. I'm trying to make all of them the same name, but it's kind of difficult because I do different things on each platform. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of it. But my biggest platform is Instagram right now. Okay. So yes. you were referred to me by Terrence Elmore. If you guys don't remember Terrence, he is the author of Love Letters, and he was actually on the podcast. Um, so tell me a little bit more about you and how you met Terrence. And hopefully now you're an avid listener, right? <laughs> yes, 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 I am. I actually listened to um, his episode today. Um, oh, okay. he, he did it in February because mm-hmm. I was like, let me go. I'm gonna go back and see his episode. I actually mm-hmm. met Terrence my in college. We met in college, and we have been friends ever since. Like he's just he's amazing. He is an amazing person, and you know he's my go-to. And um, I call him like we talk about we talk about everything. Like we're really really good friends. Like, and I'm so excited about his second book that he just put out. I'm just shooting him a little plug. The essence, <laughs> the, the essence of love is now available. So, yeah, that's how I met Sarah. We met in college years 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 ago. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a really nice guy. He's he all is. about love. love. He is. He always. I told him the last time I said you need to be praying for my husband because I mean all this love you talking. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> he's like, oh, just just be patient, and he's gonna come. Like I've been hearing that for the past ten years. <laughs> oh, it takes time, girl. It I, takes time. I know. I, Are you? I you're not married yet, right? No, I'm not married. I'm not in a relationship. None of those fun, loving things that I absolutely love. I love love. I love the idea of love. But, you know, I don't know. I I said, clearly God is hiding me for like this phenomenal soul. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. it has to be beyond my wildest dreams. So I'm just being patient, being patient. He'll come along when you least expect it. That's usually how it happens. That's that's what they say. <laughs> you don't have any kids, do you? Nope, I don't have any children either. I have my niece. Um, she's she's twenty six now, but I've had her since she was like eleven. So okay. I kind of like know a little bit about parenting, but I haven't birthed my own, shall I say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you can wait for that. Trust me, I have. To, <laughs> oh, so. oh, trust me. You know, working in the <laughs> education field, I know they were my birth control. Like, okay, yes. Y'all, my birthday. I would tell them in class. They didn't know what I was talking about. I'd be like, y'all are my BC. they like, Miss Fersner, what is BC? Don't worry about it. You'll find out when you get older. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so talking about that, tell us about transitioning from being a teacher to a creative businesswoman with all these different outlets that you have. Um, I just, 
I really honestly got tired of it. I lost my passion for teaching because so much, it, was, it just became draining because I was teaching for like 10 years and the rules in the, of the classroom, the children changed, the dynamic of the classroom changed and I just didn't have the passion for it anymore. And I always tell teachers, like, if you're not passionate about teaching, you shouldn't be doing it because there's no money in it, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot. Like, I, I still love children. I just lost my drive for it. Like, my last year teaching, I was just a body <laughs> in the mm-hmm. class trying to just make it through the school year. And I was just like, the children don't deserve that just because I've lacked my passion for it. Um, and that's why I hate seeing a teacher who's like, oh, I just ended up the summers off and, you know, the weekends off, the holidays. I'm like, don't do that to those babies or those children because they need teachers that are there for them. And I just was like, it's it's not it's not my thing anymore. So I my last year was 2018 and I actually went to California for a few months. It was just like, I just kind of was like, I want to like, cause I'm, I write and I want to produce my own television show. And I always just dreamt of living in LA, you know, that dreamers, that dreamers dream, going mm-hmm. to LA, becoming a big Hollywood star. Yeah. got me excited and got out there and I was like, Ooh, this is a bit much, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was like a great experience, like going out to LA and like, actually it was like such a big risk to leave stability because teaching was my stability and it it was not easy. Like everything in LA was expensive. Um, you know, of course, you're not just going to run out there. You hear the celebrities, they make it sound so good. Like Taraji, like, yeah, I moved out there with a baby on my hip with $700 and I made it. Since you ain't telling us everything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to tell you the details. So, you know, you have to get out there and see it for yourself. But that transition, like from teaching to going out to L.A., it, it was definitely difficult. Um, but the experience was amazing because I learned so much about myself and it taught me that taking risks can bring opportunities that you can never imagine so right now like that's like being a content creator is tough because you don't get paid like a lot so of course I work part-time like at a law firm now and of course it's not my passion but it's right now is paying the bills because of course I'm sure you probably know being an author and all that like you, mm-hmm. Until you get on that, until you get on that bestseller list, you you need a job, <laughs> girl. Listen, <laughs> you, even you need a job. even when you get on the bestsellers list, yes, you still need it. Yeah, I don't think people really understand that an author gets like the crumbs mm. that's left over. That's literally yes. how I explain it because you have yeah. to pay the publisher. Mm-hmm. You have to pay all this money to market your book. Yep, yep. You work yeah. like a dog to just mm-hmm. get in front of people. Yes, yes. Then it's to a have, lot. Yeah, then to have these events and all of that. I mean, it's crumbs. And then if you have a publisher, you get maybe a dollar at the it's, end of the day. Oof, I learned that with my first book. Oof, chat. It, it was a wake-up call for me. I was like, wow. So I get nothing, really. <laughs> yeah so so your first book you well first tell me about your first book and then um tell me did you get it published or was it self-published yeah. no I um my first book is called Manana College um I actually wrote it when I was in college but I didn't get it published a years later because I love writing so I wrote it just 
being a hobby and one of my cousins she read it and she was like this is so dope you should turn it into a book or a play or something like that and I'm like girl no I don't want nobody knowing my thoughts because you know <laughs> you know it's a lot going on in here so I have to get it out I just feel you know you feel vulnerable as a writer because it's like do you really think that way or do you really feel that way and I'm like I feel that way it's like it's a character it's not me but you know it's just like I just didn't want to do it but I kind of looked into it and um I was with I Universe Publishing so I I went through them that was my first book and I put almost like three four thousand dollars into that um basically to get like like you said crumbs back because you know they do everything but you only get a little percentage of of each book that you sell and then they're going to charge you for marketing like I just learned so much like all the extra stuff that you thought that I thought was included it's it's money more money more money so I was just like wow (laughs) oh you ended up going with a vanity publisher because that's what you call those where you have to pay up anytime you have Mm -hmm. to pay up front for anything that's a vanity publisher yeah and I just didn't know because I was new to it I didn't know nothing about that I was just excited to have a book on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and I'm like I'm somebody Mm -hmm. (laughs) and And, that that that's why I was like you know maybe down the road I need to have like a like a podcast episode like this because so many people get taken advantage of Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like you really don't need a publisher for you to end up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Like you can do it for free if you wanted to be honest. Yeah. I know that now, (laughs) (laughs) but I know that now, but it's still so much that I'm learning. I actually ran across this girl on Instagram today that I'm going to look at her page more where she kind of like, I forgot it's called makeup by something, but she's an indie author as well. And she kind of breaks down everything and like, you have to hire her for the, the more in-depth stuff but she gives you little tidbits of what not to do and what to do and when she broke down about the amazon and the kdp and i was just like oh god mm-hmm. <laughs> that's me you know she kind of broke it down and i was like wow you know but i think you just you learn as you go and you know the information is out there so it's just doing more research mm-hmm. yeah so now that you have two books out there uh both books are novels or anthology types or well the second one is well actually I just published my third one came out November 1st (laughs) um yeah so (laughs) the the first one is they're both fiction or whatever the first one is kind of written in play form Mayana College I'm a big a different world fan that's the era that I grew up in so I absolutely love a different world so Mayana College is about nine different college students and just their experience in college um and my second book is called Love Them All. It was kind of inspired by the song Love Them All by Kate Michelle. I was like riding home from work one day and I was just listening to the song. And I'm like, oh, you know, what if I write a story about a girl who just loves them all? Like she's not in love with them, but she kind of does what the man does and just but give her make her journey. Basically, her journey It's a reason why she does what she does. So mm-hmm. I kind of like it kind of flips at the end and you kind of realize like, you know, what she's lacking that makes her do these things. So that's love them all. And my third one I just published is called um, You Don't Get Over It, You Get Through It. And it's a grief book um, that I've been wanting to write for years, but it was just hard to write it um, because I lost my mom, my dad, my sister, and all my grandparents. They're all deceased within like a eight-year span. 
Um, and yeah, and that was just like, you know, it just came to me one night, like I really need to write it, but it took me like five years because I had to go back and dig up everything inside to really get it out. But so many people around me were like grieving and going through things and they always called me and be like, how did you get through this? And how did you do that? And I, I can't sleep, I can't do this. And I'm like, this I'm still going through, but I'm like, I feel like God is telling me to tell my story to help others. So that's the one that just came out. And I'm I'm really excited about it, getting good feedback. And, you know, a lot of people are surprised to know that, like, I went through depression and dark times. And I'm like, you know, because I'm always happy, smiling, laughing. I'm like, but see, y'all don't know when I'm home in that closet. <laughs> it's dark, mm-hmm. you know. So them reading my story kind of, like, you know, gave people another insight. So, like, they knew what people knew that I lost, like, most of my family members. But they just thought, like, I was handling it very well. And I'm like... No, I'm going to tell you in this book how, how it goes down. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that one just came out. So my third book, I'm excited about it. You don't yeah. get over it. You just get through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. Because you don't get over it. <laughs> no. Don't. It's hard. It gets harder yeah. each year. Yeah. Holidays, like, I'm at a point now where when November 1st comes, I want to blink my eyes and I want it to be January 1st. Like, it's mm-hmm. been like that for the past 10 years. And so, it's like, I don't do anything for the holidays. And I said, I, I think it may change once I get, like, my own little family. But mm-hmm. as of now, I try to find the latest movie that's coming out. Like, I'm excited to go see Queen and Slim on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> and I go get me something to eat. And then I do the same thing for Christmas. Like, and my family that night, not my immediate family, but family, like, aunts and uncles, are like, you should come home. And I'm like... No, it's different for me. You know, it's hard to explain that when they don't understand it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's just different because my we were close. Like my mom, my sister, we were just a close knit family. So it's just not the same. So I can't imagine. And maybe even go to like friends, like friends who don't have yeah know, close family. Yeah. yeah, I do that sometimes. Um, like I used to have um for the past couple of years, I do this. Uh, day party pajama jam like at my house and you know each person each one of my friends will come in their pajamas and they'll bring a dish and we play games and stuff like that I used to do that like a week before Christmas so that's kind of like how I celebrate my holidays with my friends or whatever mm-hmm. yeah so how do you stay balanced with and keep yourself from burning out with all these different things you oh, have God. going on <laughs> I know I um I give myself time I'm a big like super soul Sunday fan like I listen to all the podcasts and watch all the shows and I learned that time to yourself is so important like I'll have days where I do absolutely nothing like mm-hmm. nothing like either I binge watch something on tv um I just learned that I'm important I'm more important than the things that I'm doing you know, even mm-hmm. though like people want these things from me, or they want a good laugh, or they want to see what I'm doing next. I just learned that I am important and my self care is important. Um, I started meditating like a year ago, and that basically changed my life. Like, I absolutely love meditating. Like, that quiet time introduced me to my inner voice. And now I recognize like the negative voice and the positive voice. Like, mm-hmm. I recognize the positive voice. Um, more since I started meditating and she'll let me know sis it's time to sit down get yourself together <laughs> like that can wait it's not a need right now it's a want so just learning how to separate the needs from the wants is how I find the balance and finding 
that time to be still and just realize how important that is. That's been a big help. So a quick word from our sponsor today, the Solopreneur Sidekick. So do you want to build a website, but you don't know where to start? Or you're tired of paying website designers for web pages that, let's face it, just don't convert customers into playing clients. Well, if that is your problem, I have the solution for you, my friend. Yes, click the link below in the show notes and start building your website that wows with the solopreneur sidekick on Squarespace. Yes, on Squarespace. Enter the giveaway by clicking the link in the show notes and start saving stress, money, and all that awful techie stuff. You can start with the solopreneur sidekick and start building not just any website, but a website that wows. So yeah. um, the different things that you have, it's like you have five minute convo podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is just five minute random conversations about different things. Yes. It's just anything that crosses my mind or a topic or something I saw on social media. Um, I'll just talk about it. Um, it's just, you know, five minute conversation, you know, I came up with, I'm like, yeah, I could, you know, the, the world we live in, people don't want no long drawn out conversation about everything, depending, especially if it's not exciting or whatever. So I just came up with that little microwavable idea, like, oh, let's just rant about something for five minutes and keep it moving. So I actually enjoy it. <laughs> I really do. Because it's like, oh, I want to give my opinion on that right quick and just <laughs> hop on and say what I got to say and hop off. Yeah. Okay. I would love I would love to do something longer, but I think right now that's just working for me right now. Yeah, it's quick, it's easy. And you had yes. a podcast before, right? Yes. Um, you are not the damn teacher podcast. Absolutely oh. loved it. Um the the they're still available like on iTunes or whatever. I was actually listening to some of them today because me and my co-teacher, uh, we did that show together and we were just talking about how we missed it and how much fun we had talking about them kids and the parents and the people in the school (laughs) like it was just really really fun like I enjoyed it and we basically built that from the ground up like I created it and I invited her on and I was just like let's just get on here and talk about our day-to-day life in this teacher world because nobody talks about the teacher like you see mm-hmm. on TV the nurse, the doctor, the police officer. You see those things, but nobody really catered. You say you talk about the children, and nobody really caters to the teacher. So I was like, let's get a podcast to let them know like how we feeling and from day to day. Like today, we don't want to teach your kids today. Like you know, it's mm-hmm. we love them, but we're not in the mood today. Or right, as far as coming from a parent aspect, the parent will jump on the teacher, and I'm like, I'm doing my best. <laughs> like, what, are you doing your part at home? So even all the way down to the principal coming in the classroom, you're not in the classroom, you're in that office, you don't know what I'm going through in here. So, you know, that's kind of like the, we made it, it's a funny, it's like a funny podcast about teacher world. It's not like a serious one. It's just how we really do feel. And eventually that's why I want to create my own television show about teachers because it's nothing on television about teachers and the real, like a real live show about teachers and what we go through day to day. So, 
Yeah, and don't get today. no idea, guys. Don't steal her idea. <laughs> I know. I I've got to do so much better from that. But I like to like put things out in the universe. Like I've talked about it a lot on the podcast as well. And I'm like, God, that is my dream. Don't you don't you let nobody else do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't unless I'm a part of it. Right. So, what do you yeah. miss most about teaching? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm so serious. Let me tell you, it's crazy because um, I went, when I was, the last school I worked at was a charter school, and I was assigned to um, a little girl who had autism. So, mm-hmm. and I absolutely fell in love with that. So, that's the only thing, like, I miss working with her. And yesterday, I actually went to the school to see her because it had been like a year, it's been a year and a half since I've been to the school and I was like, I wonder if she's going to remember me. And like, that was my daughter. So we just would have a ball. Me and me, and we just have a ball. And I went to the school and um, they went to the classroom and got her. She came out and, you know, I was trying to get her to, you know, focus her eyes on me. Cause you know, like they eyes dance all around. And I'm like, give me your eyes. And I always would give her gum. Like she always wanted to chew on something. As soon as she connected with my eyes, she was like, <gasps> Can I have some gum? And I was like, I'm about to lose it. I'm about to lose it in the classroom. I'm like, I'm about to cry. Lord, child, remember me. Because, you know, you know, autism is kind of like, you mm-hmm. don't know if they're going to remember or not. So, and I was just like, so she's basically like, when it comes to that, just certain relationships that I have with certain children is what I miss the most. Yeah, just building those relationships with the kids. Yeah, I mean... I'm a mom, and I can't <laughs> wait for them to leave the house. So I... <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, yes. Uh, I say they that were, now. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna miss them. They were mm-hmm. running up to me yesterday. Are you back to stay? I'm like, no, no, ma'am. I'm not. All the other kids. They're like, oh my God, you're here to stay. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, so now shifting to your YouTube channel. Tell me about okay. 15 minutes of fame and what it's mostly about. 15, I came up with 15 minutes of fame, um, just randomly, that's me with my random thoughts, I just like, it was almost like, um, I wanted to, it's turned into something bigger than what I wanted to, I wanted to like, almost like a podcast, like I wanted to interview people like that are doing things that nobody don't know about and kind of give them their 15 minutes of fame to shine, to say whatever they want, do whatever they want, just interview them and just put them on a platform where people can see and connect with them. So that's kind of like, that was the gist of it, how it started off. 15 Minutes of Fame with Shannon. So, and then it turned into me doing like just random videos. I have a video on there where I did a, um, where I talked about the movie Acrimony with Siraji. Um, I have something on there where I Girl, do things wait. with other friends. <laughs> that <laughs> movie. <laughs> Woo! Girl. If you guys haven't seen it, you need to see that. Yes. Yes. Woo. Yes. Yes. Like, I talk about it on my I had to talk about that on my YouTube channel. I was like, it's my YouTube channel. I could do what I want to do with it. Yeah, that movie had, had me feeling all kind of ways. He... It made me like hate him, but then like him in the same. I was just was confused. <laughs> I was like, do I not like him? Like, am she, I? I mean, him? she was cray cray. I mean, she was she was beyond crazy. But she was. But some of her crazy though, it's like I understand. 
Exactly. That's what it was. It was like I understood because I stuck by you. I can't have kids anymore. Like I went through all of this stuff and now she's living my life. Even you, yes. you gave me, but you gave me the $10 million. So I know me as in Shannon, I would have been cool with it, but her with her mental illness, because she always had mental illness, I feel like. And then it just, but he yeah. caused a lot of it. Well, her parents died and I think she never dealt with that. Well, yeah, and and the thing is that yeah, he gave her ten million dollars and bought the house. We we uh, spoilers, yeah. y'all. Jump, oh, skip, so, skip I mean, this. Listen, the movie, this. the movie's three years old. Got to be two or three years old. You know, <laughs> you know. But if you haven't seen it, you can skip through this. But um, my thing was, I mean, she was married to him for what, like eighteen years. Of working like, job yes. after job and taking care of his behind who couldn't yes. get a job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think ten million dollars is enough for eighteen <laughs> years. That's <laughs> that's that's the way I, I was like, um so that's why I understood that her crate because listen, I would have a hard time swallowing the fact that now this woman is yeah. getting everything that this man promised me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be as crazy as she was yeah but it, it would be yeah. tough oh it would definitely be tough yeah I mean that especially and you got to see it and I, I would have to leave town I would take mm-hmm. out 10 million and move to a whole other state because I'm not seeing trying to see this yacht that you got with her name on it and the penthouse that we talked about moving in and I'm like and nah, the ring just... and and even the 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 gown she went oh my god it was just yeah. oof, oof. it was everything it, it was a lot of people didn't like the movie I didn't like the ending the ending was kind of fake like so mm-hmm. it, it looked crazy the ending was crazy but a lot of people I talked to really didn't like it they said it was like the dumbest movie ever he made I was like oh wow <laughs> <laughs> they missed the message they that's missed the that's... message that's what I think. That's what I think. But I, should, I, I felt like she should have finished chopping off his limbs before she died. <laughs> oh, I mean. oh, okay. Uh, all right. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she went through all that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I she mean, she did. She did went through a lot. The job. Oh, God. We don't want to kill him because now I can't spend my family an hour. <laughs> she ain't going to spend it anyway. She did. Well, yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah, she just... Yeah. <sighs> okay, anyway, let's get back on track. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so, now that you have embarked on all these different creative journeys, like, what would you do differently and what would you do the same if you had the opportunity to do so? Um... Like, what could I do differently if I had the chance to do it all over? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't let fear a lot. Of, I had a lot, of, I would have done it earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would not have went to college. Um, I say that because I now know the way my mind works, and I kind of now realize, um, with me being a creative, like a classroom just. It just doesn't fit me because the creative mind doesn't do like A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It's like A, J, K, B, Z. Like it's all over the place. So I probably would have done what I'm doing now. I would have done it earlier. 
Um, but ever since I was a little girl, like I had a video camera, a lot of stuff that people are doing now. My cousin always like pick at me about this. He always like, he like, Shannon, you know, you've been doing YouTube videos because um, when I was in high school, one of my cousins gave me a video camera and I would like set it up in my room. I still got like tapes, VHS tapes with me, like doing all these crazy videos in my room that YouTube wasn't even around at this time. And he was like, just imagine, you know, I was like, yeah, if I had the resources to like know that the world would be what it is now, I could have been the inventor of YouTube. So I just feel like what I would do different is like, I wouldn't let fear get into place because a lot of times I let fear like stop me from doing certain things. So I would just like go for the gusto. Like you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I wasted a lot of time, like, working jobs I knew I hated and, you know, always knowing what I wanted to really do. But just, in, you know, when you're you're coming up, they tell you go to college, get a job, start a family, like this American dream, like, that's what you should do. But it's like now the narrative has changed so much <laughs> since we were younger. Like, you got the women running the households and, you know, everything has just changed and it's like that like now you got kids 20 and 21 years old making millions of dollars off of YouTube they ain't even thinking about college you Mm -hmm. know like so much has so much just has changed so like if I had a chance to do it over with this in this lifetime now what we're going yeah I would just not let fear stop me from doing what I truly want to do or going by following the rules like what you think you what you think you're supposed to do because what you've been told all your life this is how you should do it Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure you've learned though from these experiences they've had to help you in some way even going to college oh yeah definitely I don't regret college at all because I had a ball in college like um I met I have some some of the greatest friends that I'm still friends with in college um I probably wouldn't even wrote manana college if I didn't actually go to college because a lot of the books in the a lot of the things in the books are from experiences from friends or things that I've actually went through in college. So um, I'm from a small town from Orangeburg, South Carolina. So it's a very small town. So college opened me up to other people. Like I think when you're born and raised somewhere, you just think that's just it. Like nothing else exists if you're not exposed to it. So college exposed me to so many other, you know, different things like people from different walks of life and, different accents and food and all of this stuff and so I definitely do not regret college at all and different world I knew I was going to college regardless I knew it was gonna go because <laughs> I'm like I tried to find Dwayne Wayne <laughs> like I would go to college <laughs> like I got to go to college get Dwayne Wayne <laughs> mm-hmm. I hear you so how yeah. what, what are some ways that you've been able to like scale your business to supplement your full-time um salary that you used to make as a teacher well I haven't (laughs) I have to be honest I have to be very honest about that I have not like I said I had to get um a job um Mm -hmm. I just know I just know that I didn't want to go back into the teaching field because my degree is in criminal justice so I kind of knew like if I found something in that field they'd pay me just for having that degree in criminal justice so that's what I'm actually trying to figure out now like what can I do to make the money where I don't have to have another job because I think that's everybody's goal they want their gift or their passion to pay the bills you Um, know yeah exactly (laughs) you know what I'm saying like that that's the goal so like 
that's definitely something that I'm working on, trying to figure out how to market myself. And it's like, it's easy, but then again, it's, it sounds easy, but then again, it's just so not, it's just so not. I see this one creative, he, um, his shirt said, um, I'm a creative cash at me. And so you go to his bio and he's like, everybody thinks because you're a creative, you should like put your stuff out there first before you get paid. And he like, nah, he was like, nah, I'm a creative. You should cash at me right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, yeah, like I get that. Like, because I want to start, um, like I have a website where I want to start like, uh, well, I was working on this one lady's social media page where I help people market their social media pages and, you know, teach people how to start a podcast or how to write a book. Like, but people don't want to pay you for those things. They And I'm like, you're paying for my knowledge because you don't want to do the research yourself. That's that's what you're paying for. Because, mm-hmm. you know, most of the stuff that I know, like I did the research, like up day and night. I did my own website. It's not the best. But I did the research. I went on YouTube. I looked at what needed to be done and just kind of did my own website. I'm like, I just realized we live in a world where people just don't want to pay creators. Like, I don't know. No, no, they pay you. You're just not going to the right people. Cause, yeah, this is true. Um, I have said before, like, everything that I have done, I have done completely on my own. And I mm-hmm. can name a lot of people who have benefited from the things that I have learned that they've gained for free, but you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to, yeah, yeah. we're not even going to go there, <laughs> yeah, but, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but I make it known like you can, we can get on this 30 minute consultation free call to see if I can help you. But right. after that, this is my fee. And mm. the reason why people will pay is if they're serious, if they're not yeah. serious about it, then they're not going to pay and they're going to yeah, half yeah. ass it. You're right. You're right. And that's something that I definitely have to start doing because I have like two friends now that want to start podcasting or whatever. And it sounds so simple when they say, oh, can you help me? And I'm a uh, giving and a helpful person. And it sounds it sounds like you're just helping them give a conversation, but you're actually giving them your knowledge, like friend and I. And like one of my friends who wants to start, she was like, well, I'm going to pay you because I'm just not going to let you, you know, help me and not, you know, because I was like, oh, don't worry about it. And she was like, no, mm-hmm. no gonna, that's which, a good friend. That's a good yeah, friend. <laughs> yeah. She was like, she was like, no, I'm going to pay you for your services. And mm-hmm. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, you know, it's, girl, it's just, it's just this. It's simple because I've done the work now. So it's easy for me to just go ahead and say it. But mm-hmm. I kind of understood when she was like, but no, you still had to do the work to learn the knowledge that you learned. So I just have to work on being able to say, like, you're going to have to pay me for it. Like, I like your idea, like the 30 minute consultation and then mm-hmm. moving forward. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Cause you can see if you can help them or, you know, maybe. Um, you can give them, uh, you can um, charge them for a guide if they yeah. want to move forward with a consultation, but your time is valuable. Look, I had to yeah. learn that because yeah. there's too many friends out here who be taking advantage of your knowledge. They call themselves right. friends, mm-hmm. but they take advantage of your knowledge and then they take your ideas and mm-hmm. they run with it or yeah. they take your knowledge and then um, now they're not your friend, but they're still using all your stuff. Exactly. You're correct. That is true. So it's I've like, seen it. so I've right. Seen it done. So yeah, it's I've like you, it you got to separate that whole 
business and friends thing. I obviously I've been through too much, but I can have a whole mm-hmm. podcast about this. <laughs> but oh, you gotta take friends, that idea. Right. Take but idea. real friends will tell you, I'm I'll pay you for your knowledge because they paying yeah. for your time, the mm-hmm. the the blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. Cause it's a lot. <laughs> and that's and that's what I'm learning like working at this law firm. Like He's not having a conversation with you without without you paying that one seventy five for that conversation, mm-hmm. nice. and that's and that's just to have a conversation. And he will he will not come out the office. I have to notify him when it's paid, and then they go into the conference room. Mm-hmm. So it's like I kind of like I'm learning that you know with working at the law firm, I'm like, yeah, you get that money up front, and this is what it is. You got to pay me for what I know, you know. So I'm definitely going to work on that more in 2020 if I'm trying to not. <laughs> work for anybody else so that is the goal like Mm -hmm. to just to just work not have to work for anybody else like I just I just can't (laughs) but girl not even that because this is something that I told myself too maybe you can you know take this as guidance for yourself Mm -hmm. as well it's that your time is valuable money like time is money money is time like Mm-hmm. You can't like the more people waste your time, it's mm-hmm. money that could have been made. Yeah, this is true. And yeah. even if it's, I, I mean, even if it's something small, but mm-hmm. it's valuable. Like people yeah. should be paying for your time, your knowledge. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you wouldn't do stuff for free. That doesn't mean that you wouldn't help people, but it should be a choice. Yeah. It shouldn't be because it's required. Yeah. That's yeah. That facts. Right. And don't that feel is. bad about it. Yeah. It's it just it's just a mind shift to get be like to be like, um, oh, okay. You mm-hmm. you wanna know how to put up a podcast? Well, the, this is my fee. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little table. If you can't yeah. afford it, we can talk some payment plans. Exactly. But um I still need to get paid. <laughs> yeah. No, this is true. Don't worry. I plan to work on that because I'm like, even though I have the website up and stuff and it's like, well, if somebody was to come ask me, like, I'm not prepared to even give them a fee. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's something that I need to sit down and work on and kind of look and see like, what am I going to charge? You know, mm-hmm. when, when asked, I need to have like my pack already ready. Right. And and that's that's the the twenty twenty. You gonna have this ready by January first, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, we yes we're gonna work on that. We're gonna have it all set up and ready, ready to go. Like oh, look at that. oh, so you charging now? Mm-hmm. I I am because you're gonna pay somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like so, mm-hmm. you know, you got to pay me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So tell us, do you have any events coming up or anything that you want people to show up for? Um, I do not right now. I I did say I was going to do an event for my third book, but for some reason, I just, I don't know why I don't want to. (laughs) Is that, I mean, and I've been asking myself like Shannon, so why don't you want to have this event? And I'm like, I don't know because people say, "Are you going to have like a book signing?" And I'm like, most of most people have already bought the book offline and whatever. And I have books like where I can sign and mail to them. But the money to going into me having that is like I'm spending money 
to have this book launch and it's like does it make sense Mm -hmm. so that was kind of like the question I had to myself like does it make sense because I'm going to have to find a venue um, because the apartment that I stay in doesn't have like where you can rent it out or whatever so you know even I was trying to find different things and I'm just like you know what we just gonna market the best way we can Mm -hmm. and we're gonna and we're gonna go from there (laughs) so yeah so no no major events coming up no well, time soon that I know of. Well, it was lovely having you. <laughs> I know. This was so fun. I know. You'll have to come back after you have services. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I have to. I know. I'm going. I'm definitely. I'm definitely going to work on that. I definitely am. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's time, to not, it's time to be on my own schedule. That's one of my little affirmations every morning. I get up every morning and I'm able to do what I want, when I want, and how I want and not worry about the financial stability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, one of my affirmations because that's, that's the goal. Exactly. That's the goal. Yeah. Well, tell everyone again where they can find you and where they can help support you, you know, with your books. Okay. Um. Again, you can find me on Instagram. It's Shannon Firstner. S H A N N O N. My last name Firstner. F as in Frank. E R S N E R. That's my Instagram, and my YouTube channel is Fifteen Minutes of Fame with Shannon, and my podcast, which is on Anchor and Apple and Spotify and all these other cool platforms, is called Five Minute Combo. So you can listen in weekly and hear all my, not weekly. I'm trying to get weekly. I really need to get, my, I, I really need to get consistent with that. I'm so, I, I got to do better with that. But um, yeah, you can support me off Amazon. I have all three books on there. Um, just put in my name and it'll come up. And yeah, that's where you can find me and how you can support. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Shannon. It was lovely having you in this conversation. And remember what I said, it's about self-worth. Oh, it is. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, always. Until next time, guys. And that was a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening to, I mean, can we discuss? Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us if you want to see what we're up to, what projects we're up to. And... Enjoy the rest of your day, night, wherever you might be. I was your host, Asher Ferguson, signing off.